0: To Valley Talk, I'm your host Heather Stark, and I have a guest with me, Jay Fisk. Welcome. Hello there. Yeah, you've been here before. I have. Yeah. So what is it? What's it like sitting in that uh, co-pilot's chair?
1: Yeah, it looks like the same it did last time. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, uh, it doesn't change much here. <laughs>
0: well, we put out a call for a redecorator, but so yeah. far nobody's come. No. Nobody's come forward for that one. That's
1: okay. That's yeah. okay. No, I enjoy it. It's uh, I always enjoy sitting in with you. It's a lot of fun.
0: Okay. Well. Um, in my typically well-prepared fashion, mm-hmm. we haven't even really talked about what we're gonna talk about.
1: Oh, let's talk about Seinfeld then. That's a show about nothing.
0: Si- <laughs> no, somebody already, they've already done that one. Oh, okay. Well. But what I was thinking is, you know, gosh, it was a gorgeous day today.
1: It was. It was
0: just gorgeous. And you know, my favorite time of year is mm-hmm. fall. Because mm-hmm. we get these dramatic dark skies and yet the sun will be shining yeah. and the skies are so blue. And you know, I grew up in Ohio, in farm territory, mm-hmm. and there you have these cloudless skies and it's like cornflower blue, and as a child, I remember thinking, gosh, this is boring. Yeah. And then I moved out here and the skies are not boring. Oh, we
1: have spectacular sunsets out here, even through the summer. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, the last couple of years, we were deprived out a little bit, not this, this summer, but the last two years because of all the smoke. Yeah. Uh, even the smoke added a little bit to the sunsets, but this year, for some reason, this year the sunsets were just amazing all summer long. Just beautiful, uh, very, and it was
0: beautiful all cross country. You know, I yeah. do my little my little cross country drives. I like to hit the road. I should have been a been a hobo, one of those following the rails mm-hmm. people, persons or peoples or I don't know. I'm tired. Don't 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 have me account for grammar tonight. Um, <laughs> but it was the the summer before driving through Montana yeah. and south. I mean. It, I mean, it was grim because of all the smoke for yeah. f- hundreds of miles. Pretty you know? awful, Yep. But this year, wide open. But
1: this morning, this morning, I got up early and got on my motorcycle and took a ride. And it was cold, but it was wonderful. It was, you know, I, I just mm-hmm. hit it out and my upper body stays warm, but the, it's the legs. The legs get cold, you know, because of the wind. There's nothing really to you, block. You don't it. wear the leather Jobs. I don't wear leathers, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I was riding with a friend, and he had he had the whole leather pants on and everything, and uh, which he got a great deal on. He bought them. Oh God, these are like three hundred dollar pants. He got them at Goodwill for. $35, I think he said. Oh, wow. And he saw them there, and he tried them, and they were exact size. Of course, that'll never – my luck will – that'll never happen. But, you know, I, <laughs> I don't – I just wear jeans, you know. Yeah. And uh, the wind, of course, goes right through it. And most of the time mm-hmm. it's fine, but this time of year, I think I am going to – I do like to ride all, all winter as long as mm-hmm. it's not icy. So I think I will go ahead in spring and spring mm-hmm. and, you know, for, for the leather pants.
0: Well, you know, you could go with the red leather. <laughs> you know, you could go for the red leather and and make a statement. You know, I mean, yeah. there's no reason you can't It'd be, be a statement, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no reason you can't make a fashion statement on your yeah. motorcycle. Yeah. So you drove around the Snoqualmie Valley.
1: I did. You know, and I had a very interesting thing happen to me this morning. I don't know if you want to hear about it or not, sure. but it was oh, pretty, yes. pretty pretty cool. So um, my friend uh, Tom and I, Tom's a chiropractor, nice nice guy, and um, so let's let's go for an early morning ride. So we head out about eight thirty, and uh, he says, "I'll follow you." So I headed over from uh, Redmond Ridge, which you know the area where I live in, and dropped down into Duval, and went up the valley that goes the the west side of the river, uh, ends up uh, coming into Broadway, up uh, up towards Snohomish, mm-hmm. uh, Cathcart Cathcart area, yeah. and then from there uh, Broadway to S- Spring Getty Road, and then down Spring Getty, you know, through past Harvey Field and downtown Snohomish, and we stopped at Jake's. Uh, Jake's Cafe up there in, in Monroe for, uh, I'm sorry, in Snohomish for uh, breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, had a very interesting thing happen there. I, w- when I ride, I, I, when I get off my motorcycle and took off my helmet, I put on a, a baseball cap. And one of the baseball caps I'm very fond of has a, a helicopter on it, a, a UH-1 Huey helicopter, which is what I flew in Vietnam. So I, I like to wear that when I you know have my, my helmet hair. You know, and I was also wearing a sweatshirt that uh, that said um, Ward 57, which is a Walter Reed uh, ward uh, at Walter Reed Hospital back in Bethesda, uh, where the very severely injured in, in military you know uh, go to, to recoup and you know get prosthetics and that sort of thing. So they're a client of mine. and so I, I you know I was wearing my, my uh, Walter Reed uh, Ward 57 sweatshirt and my Huey hat. And um, as I'm we're getting ready to leave breakfast, probably within five, ten minutes of getting ready to be done, this young man, probably about half my age, walks up to me and shakes my hand and says, thank you, sir, for your, for your service and, you know, welcome home. And, you know, as a Vietnam veteran, I don't get that very often. We, we do it a lot now. Of course, the Afghanistan returning veterans and Iraqi returning, returning vest, yeah, veterans and so forth. But the Vietnam veterans didn't get that very often. And so it was kind of touching that someone who was about half my age would mm-hmm. come up and, and. So he would and, have been and, lot, fifteen. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. We'll just say he was half my age and leave it at that. Okay, Heather. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but anyway, but I, I thought that was really a nice touch, and you know, I was oh, thank you, I appreciate that, and I shook his hand and I told him to have a, have a great day, and didn't think much of it. Well, about ten minutes later, when it was time for the bill, I asked the the uh, server for my bill. I said, "You don't have a bill." The young man that shook your hand when he left. Uh, about ten minutes ago, paid your bill for you, and wow. uh, I thought that was pretty amazing. So, uh, I uh, I gave her a twenty dollar bill, and I said, "Well, I I, I I appreciate well, I appreciate that. I, you know, I, I can't accept that. So, I gave her a twenty dollar bill, and I said, "Why don't you do this? You hang on to this, and the next time you see, I have a service member come to Jake's mm-hmm. uh, and and order breakfast or lunch, why don't you take care of their bill for me?" And she said she would do that in honor of her father, who turns out was a, a Marine uh, in Vietnam. Wow! So you know, it was sort of a little pay it forward kind of a thing. So yeah. she said she would absolutely would do that to honor her father. Well, I bet so, you
0: anything that young man that paid your bill had a, a relative. Probably a father, did. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm sure, or
1: he might have been a veteran himself. You know, Goody. maybe he was. He might have been a returning veteran. Yeah. But I thought that was such a nice thing on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. to have somebody do that. Yeah. And. Um, you know we need more of that it's, mm-hmm. I, I, I like to encourage and that's, i've not had it happen to me before i've bought uh, i've bought breakfasts and things for mm-hmm. police officers and and uh, soldiers in uniform mm-hmm. and that sort of thing before i mean it's something i like to do i mean i'm capable of doing it so why not but that's the first time I can recall somebody actually bought my yeah. <laughs> bought my breakfast. It was a little a little off putting at first, but then yeah. I thought, well, it was nice. him. mean, it made him feel good. I'm absolutely. sure absolutely feel great.
0: Yeah, I, I always you know people. Sometimes I get gifts from people. Um, I like I like china. I have more china than anybody should possibly have. More sets of china. I love china. I love the mm-hmm. pictures and the patterns and the, you know. And um, I had a friend who was cleaning out her house and she had her grandmother's everyday china mm-hmm. you know and she said I, her daughter's got the good china but she said i want you to have this cuz i know you love china well it turns out i didn't love that china um it was a gray rose kind of a pattern and and it was not nice, but it just you know it was kind of like uh, and I've kept that in a box in my garage for years, and every now and then when somebody comes over, my kids come over and they go, why do you have this? You are not using it. going, <laughs> well, because somebody gave that to me. And yeah. they go, well, get rid of it. You don't like it. You don't use it. And I go, but there's two sides to every kind of a gift. Yeah, that's right. You know, not just me. It's There's her side. This right. made her feel good that's to right. think that she was giving something to me. I think that when you get a gift like you got, this morning yeah. you have to remember that it's not just about you it's about the giver as well
1: you know and this is interesting when i when i was a teenager um which was a long time ago um i remember i was hitchhiking cuz back in those days you know i mean yes, a long time ago i remember ago, you, those days remember yeah. you could actually hitchhike and not yeah. worry mm-hmm. uh, so i was hitchhiking and uh, this guy came by on a bicycle you No. Know, Probably he was in his 30s. I'm guessing he had been in 40s. I mean, I was all of about 14. I think it was about 14 or 15. And uh, he stopped on his bicycle. And he said, need a ride? I go, yeah. He says, well, hop on. And I said, seriously? He said, yeah. So, he, so I hopped on the handlebars. You know, I used to give rides with people on the handlebars.
0: Excuse so, me, were you wearing a poodle skirt at uh, the
1: time? No, I was not wearing a poodle skirt.
0: <laughs> okay, I just wanted to be no, sure. No, he I, just I be, thought he I'd he just seen a picture. Yeah. So,
1: you know, so I hopped on the handle, and he gave me a ride. And, and we rode for about a mile. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still had a little further way to go. He says, well, this is as far as I'm going. And I said, oh, no problem. I'll, I'll get another ride. And I hopped off the bike. He said, no. He says, you take the bicycle and just get, get to where you got to go. He says, I'm going here. And, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You just take the bike and, and you just ride as far as you need to go. And he said, all I ask is that you find somebody else who needs it and give it to them. Did know. he
0: steal it by any chance? No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> okay, I'm cynical. I'm cynical. I think back
1: in those days, you know, yeah. I mean, they were talking in the 60s. And so back in those days, people, you know, just did things like that. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we kind of lost that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so I did. So I, I rode the bicycle. I, I used it. I didn't have one. I rode it for a couple of months, and I found somebody needed it, and I gave it away. Yeah. I have no idea where that bike is now. Hopefully, it's still being given away to somebody. It's, made its rounds. But, yeah. uh, but that was an interesting lesson when I was 14, 15 years old You know, in, in, um, in philanthropy. Yes. And I have someone who says, no, I, I'll give you this because you need it more than I do right now. And mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that's, uh, that was and very, very I nice. Because yeah.
0: I can um, I think it's that's a really good point. You know, you're talking about getting the unexpected gift and the right. unexpected paying it forward. That ha- never happened to me in a restaurant. I, I hear people sometimes they go through the the Starbucks line at their mm-hmm. drive-through or whatever, and they'll find that the person ahead of them paid for their their cup of coffee. Yeah, right. Um, I, I don't I don't drink coffee, so I've never had that experience. But I was with my daughter, and we went to have to the spa, and we had mani pedis. Okay. She and I do that, you know, routinely since she was a little kid, it's mother daughter day. And even though she's an adult, you know, we still once in a while when she's in town, we'll go do the mani pedi thing. Mm -hmm. And she and I were laughing and we're just having a grand time. And it turned out that it was just after I'd had uh, a surgery for cancer. And The lady who was sitting next to me was asking us questions, and she said something. Anyway, it it turns out that she had also had cancer at some point. And so I was saying how lucky I was. It wasn't, you know, I was doing fine, blah, blah, blah. And we were laughing and just having a grand old time. She left, and you know great to know you, great to talk with you and and my daughter was laughing with me, and you know it was just a fun little afternoon, you know, a couple of hours right. there in the spa and um <laughs> when I went to pay the bill, the lady said, "Oh, that woman paid your bill for you at the spa, wow, that's like a hundred bucks, yeah, and I went, why?" <laughs> I guess she felt that she was well, she, supporting, she, and and when I asked the woman, I said, "Did she say why?" And the woman said, "She just had a good time, and she wanted yeah. to pay you back for the good time." And I thought, "Well, that's the first time. Uh, I'm sure you'll be shocked by this, Jay, but I've been kind of a talker my whole life, <laughs> and, a, and a and a wisecracker my whole life." Yeah, no, that's
1: really. the first time I anybody I,
0: actually rewarded me for it. How
1: would I, how would I know?
0: <laughs> yeah, in the in the past, I've pretty much been you know chastised for it, and. I have to apologize. My voice, there's something funny about my voice. My, do you hear it cracking or is that just in my head? Yeah,
1: well, it, it, am I going to have to carry this the rest of the show or are you just going to work know. Can the you control board? Crack the, board and crack the
0: bottle it? in that booze for me. No, I'm just kidding you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's something, I don't know. I think I'm. if it hangs around much longer, I'm going to have to go see a doctor because it's like weird.
1: I mm-hmm. mean, you're not talking about just tonight, then. You're talking no, about your talking, voices. No, I've like, been talking for the
0: last two weeks. It's been oh, doing really. This. Yeah, now, I,
1: I've gone through that, though. I, you know, of course, you know, I use my my voice for a living. That's what I do. I talk, and um, I've gone through periods for even a month. My voice would just sound very strained. I didn't know what was hmm. going on. I thought, well, maybe my vocal cords are messing up or something, yeah. and then uh, then I'll just go away and it'll be fine. You well, know you
0: know, Christy and I did a show last week, and my voice was doing it. And she said, well, drink hot lemonade. No, I said drink hot lemonade. She said, I don't know what she said. Drink, drink hot something with lemon. But, um, my mother, water with
1: lemon works like.
0: My mother used to give us hot lemonade when you had a sore throat with a cold or whatever. Yeah. That's the best thing ever. But don't get that yeah. canned stuff. That canned stuff has... Yeah. I mean, just... Get the lemon juice of a couple of teaspoons of honey or sugar. I'd rather have
1: a hot Arnold Palmer uh, drink. What is that? I know it has that. booze in it, but what is it? <laughs> well, it can have yeah oh. It's been known to have booze, and it. it doesn't have to have. Oh, okay. But, yeah. well, it, it's
0: a, it's like a buddy it's Mary? Tea, it's,
1: it's tea and lemonade. Oh. It's iced tea and lemonade mixed together.
0: Oh, no, That's you had me until the, the the iced tea. I'm not a big tea yeah, drinker. Yeah, no,
1: iced tea and lemonade is pretty, pretty good. So, anyway. Well, yeah. This is fascinating. I know. I see all
0: the insights our listeners are getting into our personal lives here.
1: So then I got on the motorcycle and and rode home. So uh, okay. that's the rest of the story. End of the story.
0: Okay. Well, that was a good story, Jay. Thank you. Oh, for there sharing. we go. And then yeah. we
1: had our little uh, we had a little get together this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, here. Yeah. the station was kind yeah. of
0: fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah, last week the the auction for the Valley Radio, yeah. uh, 104.9 went very well. We had a great yeah. time. And and of course, a lot of that is due to you. I mean, you can come up with the jokes and the, you can get people to separate from their money very easily. And wow. uh, it's always fun and we had Garrett and the sheriff's playing. They, oh, they, they were came. great. We had a lot of community members we, and we had you know what impressed me this year cuz this is the second year that we've done it. We had so many wine baskets yeah oh my gosh and we must have had what 15 baskets of bottles of wine but the the most fun was the spin the bottle (laughs) that was (laughs) really fun and if people haven't heard of that what and i don't know whether jay invented it or what but but he he takes you take um regular bottles of wine and Mm -hmm. we had ours were like 10 dollars bottles and on Mm -hmm. up and then we had one really pricey well actually we had two that were in the 40 dollars and jay invented this bottle spinner. And it has to be level. And I I must say, I've always appreciated Jay and I've respected his skill. But never have I respected him so much as when I saw him whip out his cell phone. And he has a bubble level in it. It is just so impressive. <laughs> I want that app. I can't imagine when I'll ever use it, but I want that. Uh, anyway, well. so he he made sure that the spinner was all level and everything yeah. so, you know, everybody was getting a fair spin. And we had so much fun and we we hit people up for 10 bucks a spin for a bottle. Yeah. And the clincher was we had two cardboard boxes of individual servings. So for the people who won those <laughs> who won in quotes. Right. I I suggested. I'm sure I saw a a, a clear patch down by the railroad tracks there (laughs) that that they could take their their cardboard box to and enjoy. But that was fun. Did you lay out? You know,
1: you lay out the bottles around in like a clock. You know, a clock pattern. You know, with the ticks of a clock around the around a circle, and you uh, have the spinner in the middle, and you. You spin the bottle, and wherever the neck uh, stops and points to, you get that bottle. It's really kind of a lot of fun. It and was we, And we sold out those bottles. I mean, it didn't take more than ten minutes to sell no. out those bottles. Once we should have getting...
0: We had what six tables set up plus yeah. the auction. We yeah. should have just set up every single one of those with wine <laughs> bottles. I'm sure we would have sold it out very we quickly. We had a
1: good time. You know, the, uh, I I did create that, and it was interesting uh, that the um, the bearing that's in that that yeah. thing spins on. It's a fidget spinner. You really? know those fidget spinners? Yes. I took that and I, I had to epoxy in the um, the uh, bearing because it would pop out with the weight of the of the bottle. Yeah. But I epoxied it in, and then just and bought a bolt at Home Depot and a. I mean, everything there was purchased at Home Depot except for the fidget spinner. And I uh, put it all together in my garage with a little labor of love. And, it yeah, it's just a great spinner. I've used it. This is like the fourth time I've used it at an auction now since July.
0: It was fun. And it people, really was fun. Pe- people and, love it. It's a yeah. great little
1: fundraiser. I did it, used it Friday night also uh, at, a, at another auction. And uh, they normally do what they call a... A cork pull where they have uh, numbered corks. Oh, I've And you reach into a big bucket, you know, and you pull out a cork, and if it says number 23, you get the bottle number 23, right? Yeah. And uh, last year it took them almost an hour and a half of the silent auction to, to sell out all the bottles. Mm-hmm. With a spinner this year, they did it in 20 minutes. Wow, it <laughs> is because everybody cool. wanted to spin and, the bottle. Well,
0: and it's fun because you're going, oh, is it going to, oh, no? Yeah, it's what's like
1: why Wheel of Fortune is so much yeah. fun. You're wondering where it's going to point to. So,
0: well, yeah. maybe next year we can contact Vanna; she can come we out. We can do
1: that. We can do that. You'll get Pat Sajak here or something. To, okay, to, to spin the bottle.
0: Well, you know what we have to do? We have successfully talked about nothing, Mr. Oh. Seinfeld. Okay, uh, for the last twenty minutes, and now it's time for us to take a break. All right, and so we're going to take this very brief break, and we will be right back on Valley 104.9 FM.
2: Remember to join us at 1 p.m. on Sunday for Animal Radio. Animal Radio is America's most listened-to pet show. The nearly two-hour celebration of our pets is hosted by veterinaire talent Al Abrams and Judy Francis. So tune in 1 p.m. Sunday, Animal Radio. Hello. This is Kevin Crutchfield, Weekend Program Manager of Valley 104.9, and I wanted to announce that Beale Street Caravan is moving to a new time on Wednesday night. Beale Street Caravan will be on at 9 p.m. right after our new show, Blues Highway, which starts at 7
0: p.m. Welcome back to Valley Talk. I'm Heather Stark, your host, and I have Jay Fisk with me, auctioneer extraordinaire. And we are successfully talking about nothing tonight. Well, I shouldn't say that. because
1: We've (laughs) talked about something.
0: And we've talked about it before (laughs) success, about nothing before successfully. So, um, yeah, no, I think actually what we talked about was very significant. I'm very impressed. You know, your story about the the veterans, you know, and and by, you know, my dad was a World War II vet, and he was in the... um, Army Corps of Engineers. Mm -hmm. And he helped build the Alaskan Highway. Because you know, we didn't have an Alaskan Highway until World War II, and then the the American government went, oops, all this territory up there that's wide open, we better do something to protect that. And so it was the military that started that road, and my father was among the people that helped build it. Now, when I say he was in the Corps of Engineers, my dad was a very smart man, um, but he was an eighth grade dropout, so he wasn't there as one of the engineers. He was there operating heavy equipment and you know that kind of thing, knocking down trees. And uh, it was a very uh, significant moment in his life, you know, a time in his life, not just because of the war, uh, but also because he met my mother up there. Who, in Alaska? Uh, well, in the in, Northwest Territories. Up in, uh, in Yeah, in Canada. the Northwest Territories. Oh. She had um, dropped out of school at age 13. Her father died, so she dropped yeah. out of school. She was born and raised in Leduc, Alberta. And so she announced that she was going to go up to the Northwest Territories to pick apples, and my grandmother, smart woman that she was, who was widowed at age thirty-eight with nine children. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Um, so she made my mother's older sister drop out of school too to go supervise my my mother. I don't think I don't think, I don't think my aunt ever really you know forgave that. Um, but anyway, so the two of them went up to the Northwest Territories, picked apples. And then when the season changed, the war had broken out. And so they got jobs as waitresses in a little restaurant. And Mm. that's the little little restaurant where a lot of the soldiers would go in to get warm and buy food and that kind of thing. So that's where she met my father. So... Nice uh, story. Yeah, that's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. And um, anyway, so... one of my things, you know, I've traveled a lot. And one of my, I've across the United States, Canada, I've been in every state, I've been in every province except the Northwest Territories. I have been in Alaska, uh, but it's kind of like my goal to go do some of that uh, Alaskan Highway and the Northwest Territories yeah. and all that kind of stuff, just simply because, you know, my dad was part, you know, that's part of my dad's And I system. guess you
1: can drive right from here. if You can drive from Seattle all the way to Alaska, right? I mean, it's yes. like, it, it, yeah. you can just go, there's no... I mean, no, you don't have to take a ferry or anything to no. get there, right? No, uh, you go, can
0: do yeah. it, but I guess in some patches it's pretty rough. You better have a four-wheel drive or really? a truck or something. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to do that someday. You know, I guess a yeah. lot of people like to do it, but um, for me, I'd, I'd like to do it someday and, and just kind of have yeah. that experience of knowing that this is somewhere near where my parents were. And, you know, my mother, I think, was working in Whitehorse at the time, if you know anything about it, about that. so. You know, but anyway, because of his experience, and I also was married to a Vietnam vet, and uh, you know, yeah. I have a real warm spot for veterans, very warm spot. Um, you know, they they do they do great work. You know, I, I came
1: uh, from a, a a family that had a lot of military. Actually, my I have two older brothers that retired as uh, full colonels. Mm-hmm. Uh, another brother who um, did five years during during Vietnam as well as I did active duty, and then another brother who was in in the, in the reserve. So all the, all the males went in the military. Um, but my father's kind of interesting story because he was a very good horseman. In fact, at one time he was a world-ranked polo player. Mm. And um, he served in the last combat cavalry unit. Oh, wow. The last one that actually could have been sent into a in, – in, they they were they trained for combat on horseback. Wow! Uh, never went to war on horseback.
0: Was that the Custer unit?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it was. It was back in the in the twenties, I think it was. Well, they so used I, horses
0: in World War One. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, that's what it was. It was right yeah. after World War One. Is when yeah. he when he was in they they of course were phasing out the horses, but they still had one. I think they had one regiment or one battalion or whatever of horse soldiers, and he was mm-hmm. he was in that. And then after that, uh, you know, he, he played polo, and you know, he owned horses at different times, and all that sort of thing, and. But he was he was quite quite the horseman. So we, every male on my side of the family at some point ended up in the in some service. Yeah. That just think well, it was either that, the that male or
0: did. they'd end up ho- owning horses, right? Or yeah, <laughs> they'd end yeah. up being jockeys or something. Like yeah. That. So anyway, yeah.
1: it was uh, it, it was good. And even my I've got a nephew um, who uh, was in the army for actually two nephews in the army for one for twenty years, one for thirty years. And mm-hmm. So it just seems to run in our family for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So military and we we're talking about a uh, private room on submarine oh yeah which you know has has no lawn but you know and you also you also want to make sure if you have a room on a submarine you don't get one with a screen door that's <laughs> not a good thing don't, you don't yeah
0: no you don't want that um well i'm in awe of that because i don't like tight spaces i mean i don't even like walking in crowds on a street corner you know i mean i, I just uh, uh, it makes me claustrophobic so i'm shocked that the guy could ha- have a job on one of those submarines and stay there for three months Oh, I um, couldn't
1: do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't even like walking through a submarine that's on display. I don't like to be down. In, I mean, I did that in uh, Charleston. Oh um, yeah. Where they, I think, is it the Yorktown? I'm not. I can't remember which which uh, uh, Patriot Point there, and there's a there's an aircraft carrier there, and then there's a submarine there. Mm-hmm. And you can—it's uh, World War II submarine—and you can go in the front end of the submarine, kind of where the torpedo room is, and you can walk the length of the submarine and then come back out the back. And if you would see how cramped it is. The kitchen is um, unbelievable. Oh, and, I would uh, hate that. I, I mean, oh it. my God! I, it gave me claustrophobia walking through it. And it was a dock. It was above. It, it was above the water, and I didn't like even just walking through it. But can you imagine being down two or three hundred feet or whatever in this no. thing? And, and the, <laughs> no. the, the guys who were they were kick, they were you know they were cooking in the kitchen they had to go down through a little trap door into a into a, a storage area below the kitchen where they kept all the food
2: oh no and climb
1: up a little ladder carrying you know carrying the the cans of tomato sauce or whatever they were carrying oh no i mean just the most miserable um Conditions you would imagine, I couldn't do it. I just I, I couldn't no, do it. No, that would not you know?
0: be my cup of tea.
1: So, um, I, you know, I, room. I mean, it was all I get all the time. To, well, you flew helicopters in Vietnam, and that had to be really dangerous. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I didn't sleep in 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 the wife's patties. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't in the jungle. I got to fly back to base camp at night. You know, I got to go to the officers' club. You know, and have have a beer. Wow. I slept. I, I slept on a cot. You know.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: so, you know, so during the day somebody shot at me, big deal. Because
0: you know? yeah. <laughs> those other guys that were sleeping in the yeah. mud, mud were yeah, getting, they were shot, getting at shot too. They were getting
1: yeah. shot at, but then they were yeah. sleeping in the mud yeah. and out in <laughs> the rice paddy. So I figured, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's all about it's all about degrees of, yeah. degrees of what's better, you know.
0: Well, I'm with you. I would much rather be up in the air <laughs> than under the water. Yeah, and, and I don't like water. Uh, I'm not even much of a swimmer. I mean, I can stay afloat and I can swim a little bit, but yeah. it's not something I find enjoyable. I just don't like being, I just don't like doing it. Um it just uh uh-uh. uh I don't like the water. I took a cruise. Do you ever do one of those cruises?
1: Which one? Oh, oh the any S- of them. Yeah, the over you know, like Passage Hawaii. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the little submarine cruise thing.
0: No no no, I'm talking just a regular cruise ship. Oh you mean like a cruise ship? Yeah. Oh, sure. I don't even I didn't oh, even sure. like that.
1: Yeah, no, I do the cruise ship. Sure. That's I mean, yeah, if you really if you want to gain twenty pounds, go on a cruise, you know, for four days.
0: <laughs> and I lose you know, I, I I don't drink, I don't gamble, and um you know, I mean, there's a limit to how much I can eat. So, I mean, for me, a cruise ship was really kind of a waste of money. You know, <laughs> I yeah. mean, the three main activities there I was, really wasn't interested in. But I'm glad I did it. I did the, you know, the inside passage thing. That
1: Well, the yeah. the, the, first one I, the first one I did, the mistake I made was I got an inside room because I thought I'd be spending so much of my time out and about. I didn't really, oh. all I needed the room for was a place to sleep but then that was claustrophobic cuz you know you go down the hallway and yeah. you go into what literally is nothing more than a than a oversized closet yeah. you know and that's where you sleep so after that i said from now on it's outside room
0: oh gosh yeah you
1: know i have to be i want to see the ocean
0: and i'll give you a hint for the next time yeah do not wear high heels to the fancy dinner
1: oh well i'm, I'm gonna, just
0: telling you not have because to change my it wardrobe. is so hard to I'm walk a cru- through those hallways on yeah. that boat on three inch spikes, it's just really impossible.
1: Well, you know what? I try and limit myself to two inch spikes, so I think I'll be just fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, next time I go on a on a cruise, I'll make yeah. sure to leave the leave okay. the spike so, heels at home.
0: Look, at, I'm giving you all sorts of adv- good advice this week. I, I mean, oh, wasn't I, it? You were, you know, I was complaining about. It. I had a little little eye surgery thing, and they said I couldn't wear eye makeup for a week, and that yeah. was like torture. And yeah. you were just kind of, you know. Well, it's okay with me. Yeah, I do yeah. I can go a week without makeup. Well, <laughs> but you know, no. I, I so. can't.
1: I can't go a week without shaving. I tried I try. I actually had a beard last year, and I hate it. I just, you know, I said, nah, enough, enough of that. So I go two, three days now, and I gotta, you know, gotta shave once. Yeah. You know, once it it just starts feeling stubbly, I, I see these guys walking around with these, you know, these three day shave or four yeah, day I shadows, see. and yeah. like that's the style. Yeah. And I'm thinking. Oh, that would just, Doesn't it get itchy? Yeah, I, mean, it would I was just always drive told nuts, it was like itchy. Would drive me nuts. So, so,
0: I don't know. I can talk about shaving my legs, but let's not go there.
1: Okay. So
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> enough is, of my personal life. So
1: okay. So Heather's going to carry the rest of the show. I'm going to be leaving. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> oh, come on, buck up!
1: <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Uh, yeah. what, so what are we going to do in this? You know, I I'm curious about this. Um, we, we get heard from where, Fall City, up Duval, and all th- up and down the valley. Yeah. Here. Well, technically,
0: so. technically, our range, we're only 100 watts. Right. Um, and so, technically, it's Duval, Carnation, Redmond Ridge. But okay. we get pretty good signal in Fall City. And some areas of Duval, we don't. Yeah. But we stream. So, it really right. doesn't matter. Right. So, we're matter. worldwide, really. Yeah. So, really. I always say our coverage is, you know, Duval, Carnation, Redmond Ridge, and the world.
1: And the rest of the world. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and And the website to stream... Yeah. is
0: valley104. point. Well, no, not the point. 1049. No, no point. valley1049.org.
1: valley1049. And are we are we uh are we thinking about it, or do we have any chance to be on iHeart or anything like that?
0: Actually, or? we are but you'd to go to have to go to the website cuz I forget yeah. which one. We yeah. were on uh, a couple but then one of them went out of business, so now it's, you know, but it says so on the website. Okay, but
1: there's there's an app out there we can yeah. some somebody got us yeah. on the app and all. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, reason I, the reason I was, was asking is that um, I've noticed as I've been driving back and forth to Duval, I've been going to Duval a lot lately. and mm-hmm. Well, and to I've do been, it all. Right? and uh, Yes. And so as I would go back and forth to Duval, the valley seems to get a lot of fog. It's always fog right there along the riverbed there. That's, yeah. that's sort pretty of normal though. this time of year? Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. Very yeah. pretty. But what I was going to mention was we're now looking for a new location for our transmitter.
0: That's right. Correct? That's right. Well, we're putting out feelers. We're right. not in, on a, in a crisis mode or anything. No. But we're putting out feelers. But if
1: someone had, if someone was listening and they mm-hmm. had a business that happened to be up on a hill somewhere, or they had a house uh, with a little bit of acreage or whatever up on a hill, and they wouldn't mind uh, having a, a, a container box of some mm-hmm. sort up there with a...
0: Uh, well, kind of with, self-contained. Huh.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all it's all <laughs> like in, in one box, right? Right. And so all they would need to do is... Uh, let us camp out on their property mm-hmm. and and if they happen to be up on a hill we'd have a little this is the reason I asked we 'd have a little more reach or yes. we not the yeah. higher up we can get it, the more of a reach we would have
0: right and of course, the fCC they determine how high we can you know do antennas mm-hmm. and how many, how much power we can have and all that kind of stuff sure um, and i, I I, you know, the guy, the engineer types start talking about that, and I just kind of start seeing pretty birdies floating through the air. All right. um, but, but if yeah. someone was
1: listening, if someone was listening, and they no. have a, they have a house with a few acres or more. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't and, even have to be that much. I no, mean, I'm just saying. But if they had, you know, you know some space. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're not looking for a condo owner, right? We're looking right. for someone that's got a house that's with some
0: right some with space. some land where we can put a, yeah. a freight a, a container, a
1: container, a freight container. Plop a container down there,
0: yeah.
1: and uh, and all we would need is to be able to tap into their power. We probably mm-hmm. would and help. internet and internet. We yeah. probably would pay them a little bit. Yep. Wouldn't we pay them for yep. their? For I mean, the, unless you know, they power.
0: wanted to be super generous, but yeah, yeah I mean, they we, could donate it. But
1: you know, if they didn't want to donate it, we'd still pay them for the electricity and the internet, right? Right. And it would help us expand our, uh, our listenership from off air. Right. Yeah. You
0: know, I stopped into a, a flower shop the other day, mm-hmm. and I happened to mention the, the radio, you know, Valley 1049. Mm-hmm. And this woman, I was prepared for her to say, Oh, I've never heard of it. And she went, Oh, I love their music. I love their music. And I went, Oh.
1: Oh there you go. Here
0: we are. Okay. Good. <laughs> so we're getting out there. You know, people are That's hearing more thing. and more and and gosh, we're fun. You know, I mean, aren't we fun?
1: Well, I certainly think we're having a good time right now. I mean, we've we've uh, gone almost thirty minutes and haven't said anything of much at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, what are you talking about? I've done well, safety. Laughing. I've done public safety announcements. Do not wear three inches high heels yeah, on a cruise I, ship.
1: You talked about shaving your legs. Yeah, and,
0: uh, <laughs> I didn't talk about shaving and, uh, my legs. And I just not, mentioned. Yeah, leg
1: you shaving. did, and, and not, not wearing not wearing makeup. And
0: <laughs> well, so. maybe we should just rename us the, the Heather Grooming Hour. <laughs> well, so, we've uh, we've done it again almost another yeah, thing. So, we got a couple minutes here is, is there
1: is there like a late night show version can we do a late night <laughs> version here? isn't this it <laughs> <laughs>
0: well what i'm thinking is is you know is there anything of real true substance we should be talking about in the next three minutes before we take our next break well, i have something you know christy and i talked about this last week and sure. and you know when i first read this i was just like rolling my eyes going oh good god but When Christy pointed it out, Christy has this, you know, I I always say I'm the the cranky one. She's the reasonable one. Um, But (laughs) she's going, wait a minute, the concept, and they are actually paying millions of dollars for a study of building a lid over I-5 through a section of Seattle, a lid. And the argument for this is that you're creating more space because now you have two layers, and I'm going. Wait a minute! Doesn't the sun have to come through? I mean, don't don't you need rain to go through both layer? I mean, but apparently this is a thing. And this- I think
1: it's a ploy to expand more land area to put up tents. <laughs> uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> I think it's I think it's to build a new tent city. That's that's all. That would be will call it, tent. We'll call it downtown lid city.
0: Upper and lower, upper and lower the upper Lid heights City. and the lower heights. Yeah, upper
1: heights and lower heights. There we yeah. Go. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I'll yeah. tell you. I, you know, I, I, you know, I used to work at Columbia Tower, and we'd always yeah. have one or two homeless there. This is up to three and a half years ago, and I had to go downtown again, uh, um, maybe six months ago. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was gobsmacked. I mean, oh, my yeah. gosh! This is yeah. like, you know, I mean, it's just like
1: almost oh, like a KOA campground. Oh my there. gosh! Yeah. Yeah. That's just you know, pretty, there's only except a swimming there's bowl. no swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, That's right. we have to say that we <laughs> okay. there Okay. Maybe we go. that's next. <laughs> it, 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 it could be. I, yeah. Uh, it's it's really tough going downtown Seattle now. I mean, I used to love. I've been there, you know, well, decades and decades and decades. Yeah. But um, I used to love going to downtown Seattle. I avoid it now. The only time I go downtown is to go to the go to the Columbia Tower.
0: I'm so jealous of you. you know, I used that's where I worked. I worked at the Club, yeah, tower. club of tower, yeah. Seventy sixth floor. And seventy sixth floor? The, yeah, the O deck is where we worked. Well, Our that's that's where the were. that's the
1: second floor of the tower club. Yeah. It was seventy sixth floor, the seventy fifth and seventy sixth.
0: Yeah, well we were seventy yeah. Wow. wow. So, you know, it it was fun. Um yeah. and but it always I have to tell you, you know, the tower club with the food. Yeah. I mean, I've told you how many times we had to ride up those elevators with those carts with all that wonderful food. Oh. I mean, it was just it killed you. And on that note, we're going to take a break. I want everybody to think about riding in an elevator, 75 floors, with this wonderful aroma of food that you can't afford. We're going to take a break now. And you are listening to Heather and Jay, and uh, we are on Valley Talk on Valley 104.9 FM.
1: Join Valley 104.9 for our brand new two-hour blues show starting October 2nd at 7 p.m. It's the Blues Highway with me, Mike Suttles, featuring old blues, new blues, all kinds of blues. Heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here on Valley 104.9, your home of Northwest Eclectic Music. from the 50s to the 60s and 70s. It's the Saturday Night Oldies Show, Saturdays, 6 to 9 p.m. on Valley 104.9.
0: Welcome back to Valley Talk. We are here for your listening pleasure. And when I say pleasure, I mean, boy, are we doing a good job tonight, Jay.
1: Is it their pleasure or our pleasure? Because I know I'm having fun. Is there a difference? Fun. Really, I'm having fun. Really,
0: <laughs> it is fun. It is fun to not take yeah. things so seriously.
1: I think we need some time. We should do a show where we let a couple of people that live in the valley come and sit in on this. We got you know extra microphones here, and just just let them. Let's see, get them to you know maybe we could do a contest or something or draw names out of a hat or something. There's got to be somebody out there listening who would love to just sit in with Well, all they have to
0: do is contact me. You know, I've got an interview. I I have an interesting interview coming up. You yeah. know, I, I interviewed Bob Ferguson here in the studios a right. couple months ago. Oh, that'd be fun. And we actually had two community members sitting in. Oh, perfect. And then after Bob left, I'm on a first name basis now because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. we've talked. Yeah. And after Bob left, um, the two visitors each sat behind a mic and we kind of hashed it over. And we decided that you know God love him; he has no sense of humor, but that's a different story. And I have another real interesting interview mm-hmm. coming up uh, with one of those people that you either love him or you hate him.
1: I'm going to guess it's Tim Eyman.
0: Yes. How did you know? <laughs> Is that? It really? Did you really know that? Really? Yes, I've got. Tim well, you Eyman. said love
1: him or hate him. Yeah. So it, well, it,
0: it, it could have been Donald Trump. <laughs> well,
1: but you wouldn't have an interview with him.
0: <laughs> well, you don't. How do you know?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, Maybe excuse
0: you... me. I have Valley 104.9 has cloud. Well,
1: okay, okay. You know, well, that was my second guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Tim Iman and uh, I've already invited one uh, person to come and sit in and yeah. ask some questions and uh, you know, or at least be there to listen in.
1: So when's that going to be?
0: Um, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I've got the date figured out, but we're going to pre-record, so I'm not sure what day it will air. Mm. So we'll get back to you on that one.
1: I might like to be part of that one. Would you? I would make. I would make. Uh, I would make several questions ahead of time. I would come very prepared for that one.
0: Really? Now, do you yeah. hate him or do you love him?
1: I, I I don't like him. but I like what he has done in the past. Is there? There's a personality versus a uh, versus a track record. Kind of like Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You He's know? our own
0: little local yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah.
1: No, I. You know, there, except he doesn't tweet as much. There's yes. an there's an irritation factor, a methodology factor, but. There have been a few things along the years that, uh, you know, appreciated him spearheading. Yeah. You know, doesn't, well, always, think, work, doesn't always work out. Well, and you know.
0: quite frankly, I mean, what he's doing with the initiatives is legal. Sure. It's legal. I mean, using we, the, system. the founding fathers built that system in right. for think, a reason. And, and I, I think that's I, why
1: people hate him, because he's figured out that you can use the system. Mm-hmm. And there are people that just don't like others using the system. I was going to say,
0: excuse me, he figured out how to use the system. I mean, I think I could name about 200 politicians that are in that same category. Yeah.
1: Well, for other reasons. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't, some of the stuff I agree with some of the stuff I don't agree with, but what I don't agree with is hating somebody who's doing something perfectly legal. Now you can argue, and this is what I asked Bob Ferguson about because he's been suing him forever and he won't settle. Ferguson says he will not settle and he wants part of the punishment. Should he win this lawsuit, um, to be barring Tim Iman from political activity in the future? I have a hard time with that. If his political activity is legal, sure, Who he the heck bar- are you to tell this person that he that he loses the right to do a legal activity? Well,
1: it's sort of like Kamala Harris uh, saying that Donald Trump should lose his right to tweet. <laughs> That's her new thing now. She, knows that, he, she that she he should he uh-huh. he should not be allowed to tweet. Well, you know what? Uh, there is this little thing that. Perhaps uh, you know he's allowed to say what he wants to say. You don't necessarily exactly. have to agree with what he has to say. You don't, and I certainly he, don't agree. You with know he when says. when you but he has I the right are, to say it.
0: We're roughly in the we're yeah. in the same generation, but when yeah. we were young, yeah, you took civics, you right. learned how the government runs, right? They don't teach civics anymore. No, they don't. And I think along with that, now this, again, I mean, I fully admit that I am an old codger who has rolled down that slippery slope into old fartdom. Mm -hmm. I will recognize that fully. (laughs) However, um, (laughs) he's laughing. I'm so glad he's laughing at that. He doesn't believe me, folks. Um, But, you know, so I don't know, you know, whether some of this is just my old codgerhood coming up or not. But I think that if, I think that people don't understand How our government is supposed to work, and because of that, they say things like you should lose the right to tweet, right? You know, or you know, uh, the the thing, the other thing that bothers me is when they want to ditch the electoral college and do straight popular vote. That's a straight democracy. We are not in a straight democracy. The reason they put in the electoral college was for a situ to.
1: To make it difficult.
0: To make it difficult. Right. And and it was to avoid situations like we happen to see here in Washington, where one huge lump of population can rule everything. You know, I mean, it's there for a distinct reason, and I think a good reason.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the founding fathers were very um, creative in building in systems that were designed specifically so that nothing could happen quickly. Right. You know, which is why the three branches of government, which is why, you know, it's sort of like rock, paper, scissors, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, yeah. it, It's uh, it, when you have the three branches, it, it's, it's rock, paper, scissors, mm-hmm. you know, you, might, you got the rock, you can break the scissor, but you know what, you get covered by the paper, you know, and that to me is how our government should work. It should work slowly, it should work deliberately, it should work for a purpose. Yeah. It should not be. It should not be whimsical. It shouldn't right. be subject to somebody. It shouldn't be a power easy grab to pass these. It Should bills. not be easy. It should be difficult yeah. because that way, if it makes it through all the hurdles, if it makes it through from point A to point B, mm-hmm. it probably is the right thing.
0: Well, when did we start this whole thing of oh that partisanship is evil? Because that's exactly. I mean, we need partisanship. Because right. then the only things that pass are the things that both sides can agree on. Right. Right. Um, and and it's exactly what you're talking about. So when did we start that? It's been I've been ten, twenty years, hasn't it, that we've been talking about how evil partisanship yeah, is? Yeah, it is. And I'm no, thinking, we're, to, but it's we're getting
1: we're, we're too partisan. You know, well, well, you know, if we all agreed, we'd have no balance of power. Right. We'd have a barbell with a hundred pounds on one end and fifty on the other, and that would not work very well it'd be difficult to yeah. to hold that up so that's not a good thing so we it, it's uh, it, it's a good system but i think people try and take shortcuts you know yes. they they want to get they want to get around it kind of like what's going on right now which irritates me so let's get on a political rant now um, <laughs> but you know i mean the impeachment is a is a serious deal yeah and it's designed to be serious mm-hmm. it's not serious if you If one side controls all the marbles and tells the other side we may or may not let you play with our marbles, yeah. and that's what's going on right now. When you know, when one side can, sub- can subpoena, the other side can't. When one can call witnesses, the other one can't. When one can question, the other side can't. You know, one side uh, says we're going to do this in 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 uh, in secret when it's supposed to be in public. When one says we're going to go down this path without taking a vote. I mean, those are all things that are going on now. And whether you mm-hmm. love love Ronald, uh, uh, Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump, he's a citizen and he has a mm-hmm. right to have the same rights conferred on Mm -hmm. him as other citizens Mm -hmm. and past presidents and future presidents and it's just irritating that it's that it's being skewed and unfortunately the system when it gets skewed for too long of a time gets changed and once the system's changed it never goes back to the way it should have been or was in the past Mm -hmm. and that's a bad thing
0: well and i think you know having this discussion i i have i have a friend who's very liberal. I I see myself as middle of the road. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, in today's climate, maybe I'm leaning a little bit more toward conservative, especially in business things. Um, because I ran small businesses, you know um, but I have a friend who's a, I love her dearly. she's a, a what I always refer to as the flaming liberal. Um, but I love having discussions with her because she's not afraid to talk about it yeah. and be rational, rational and we can you know discuss these things and I learn from her viewpoint and she learns from my view and that's the way it used to be. but now yeah. it's like you can't even bring up politics as a discussion. No. I mean if I, if I say like with Tim Iman, Like you know, okay, some people hate him, some people love him. I'm kind of middle road, some of the things I like, some of them not. I would be perceived as evil by some of my friends just for saying that. And I'm thinking, why? You know, why? Um, You know, the other thing that really ticks me off, okay, now I'm on a tear. I'm on a tear now, (laughs) is these people who say, well, we have to do something. Really? Do you know how many horrible unintended consequences have occurred because somebody just had to do something? right. You know, without thinking it out, and yet, you know, partisanship is evil. You have to do something, and you have to do it right now. I mean, where did we get there? And again, I come back to: Am I just the old fart who's just now wrecking, the, you know, seeing things this way, or has it always been this way?
1: Yep. And having to do something. No, is that was a question, fit- Jay. Always. Oh,
0: <laughs> Watch it. I'm Watch it very it. carefully.
1: Mm. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, I, 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 I do agree that having to do something isn't the same category as well. We, we you know, let's just let's just have everybody feel good because, you know, I mean it's like driving a Prius because it's going to save gasoline, and it burns more gasoline building the batteries. You know, to go mm-hmm. in the doggone Prius, and you know we're gonna it's gonna cut down on pollution, but creates more pollution building the car than it, than the car would ever yeah. pollute a regular car would pollute in its entire lifetime. But it feels good. You know, I'm making a contribution. Do you know
0: how many of my friends who drive Priuses, because it feels good. Call, no, they've called me and they have just been incensed because the legislature just imposed that seventy five dollar fee. Yeah, they're having to pay seventy five bucks. Well, they're, not,
1: they're not burning up gas. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's you know? right. We well, got to get money somehow. You know if you're what? not paying the gas tax. It's called tax.
1: unintended consequences. There you go. You know? Bingo. And then of course, then you have the the I'm sorry the the folks in California who thought it was a brilliant idea to put their police cars have some of their police car fleet in Teslas. And just last, just two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, there was a, I think it was San Jose. I think it was, it, it was somewhere in Bay Area. I thought it was San Jose. It could have been somewhere else down there that way. But the police were, they were chasing a bad guy and the police and Tesla. Ran battery? And the battery ran out. Well, darn. Unintended consequences, yep. you know? <laughs> uh, so, but they all felt good because the police force is running around in Teslas, you yep. know? Well, yep. So you know you got to be a little careful what you what you wish for and yeah.
0: See my thing is is that I like to be the devil's advocate. So if I have everybody around me hating Donald Trump, I'll start coming up with things that I like about him just to just to get the pot going. (laughs) I kind of like that, you know. Well, well, it's going to be interesting, I think, interviewing Tim Eyman.
1: You don't, but you don't know when yet. You're still trying to. Well, I know
0: when the interview is scheduled. I don't know when it's going to air. Gotcha. Because you know there's a couple things that. You know, the this, this people who are smarter out. than me do with the audio after I send it to them before it gets on the air. But
1: I think it would be, if possible, to have a, a, a citizen, a local citizen.
0: Well, you can come. You want to come? <laughs>
1: sure. Probably like a. Yeah, but I you know I kind of kind of know which end of the microphone to talk into. I'm I'm thinking someone just like random, you know, just a random Well, that citizen. I've
0: invited one community member. Okay, well that's what and, I'm talking about. And he's a young man, but yeah. he was here during the Bob Ferguson interview okay. and I'll tell you I kind of invited him to the studio cuz he's interested in radio yeah, and he's a young yeah. man and you know, he, he just wanted the experience. And he listened to the interview and I said, "Do you have any comments anything?" This kid had taken notes. He had the most cogent questions I've ever seen nice, and I went nice get behind the mic, you know? So yeah. he, I called him and I said, hey, you want to take a crack at Tim Iman? You want to come and listen to that? And, you know, and then, uh, yeah. So, you know, I I, th- I like that. I like having different opinions. Yeah. You know, I think it's very boring when everybody goes, yes, yes, let's hate him.
1: So what's your email address if somebody needs to, be, <laughs> if someone wanted to email you and give you?
0: A, <laughs> and, and rant?
1: And, and, and rant. Or just email you and say, hey, you know, I'd like to sometime uh, talk to you. Uh,
0: oh, Sure. Sure. Um, always looking for ideas for the show mm-hmm. as a matter of fact at the auction I was talking with a young friend who uh, does a lot with with um, preschools mm-hmm. and um, she was saying that she works for a nonprofit organization that deals with you know all the daycare and preschool teacher right. you know who are not certified teachers they're just you know and um, she was saying that they're trying to help people become aware of how abysmally, paid these people are who we entrust with our small children right. and and it's true it's absolutely true they i mean and now the state is starting to require or talking about requiring special licensure and special training for these people which right. is probably a good idea but who's going to pay for it because these p- folks are getting minimum wage at best right and now they're going to have to pay for some special training to get minimum wage after done with the general and we're still
1: mean, spending an astronomical amount per student per year well, that's in right public now. schools, yeah. Public, but, you know, the these folks school. aren't in so public school not, yet. It's not going to the people that ought to have the money. No.
0: But, but anyway, so trailer. she and I were talking, and yep. I said, well, you know what? Find some daycares out here in this area. Yeah. She doesn't work out here. She just came for our auction. And I said, you know, line a couple of people up. Let's do a show. So if you have oh, yeah. ideas uh, uh, for a show, I mean... We're just, we just talk about stuff that, you know, ordinary people are interested in here. Sure. And every now and then we're able to corral a politician or a controversial figure to come in, but it's just a conversation. And so the email is heather.stark, S-T-A-R-K, at valley1049.org. And I'd love to have your ideas. We'd like to hear your comments, but be gentle, be kind. I have a very fragile ego.
1: <laughs> Rake her over the coals. No, okay. no, no. It's okay. She can take it.
0: Uh, who, I, you remember, who was it? Sally Field that won the Emmy. And she said, they like me. They really like me. Yeah, well, yeah, and people that just Sally killed yeah. her for that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, You know, just so like me. Just really like me, okay? <laughs> um, but anyway, well, yeah. The, we, You know, we did segue into some dangerous territory here. Yeah. I we know. did.
1: Sometime we should do a whole show on politics.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Maybe not. Yeah. You make the Arnold Palmers for that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> did we say that comment on the air about did the Arnold it? Palmers? Do we what? Did we say that comment on the air? Oh sure. Yeah, oh we, we did? did. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah. All right. See I Because you were because you Down were talking about slippery slope.
1: You were talking about the hot uh, mm. hot uh, lemonade. Uh, oh yeah. When you were, yeah that's right. When yeah. you were. Not because your your voice was going away.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. going away again. You
1: got a great memory, It's just short apparently. So.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I've just got, you know I told I used to tell my kids it's not that I forget it's just that my brain got full about 1986. Oh, there you go. And I don't have room for the new stuff now. You know, it's not really a flaw. It's just physics. I, it just doesn't the new stuff doesn't fit in there. So we got a couple minutes left. Um right. I'm going to make a pitch for those pumpkins. You know, do you know that you can eat those pumpkins? You don't have to just buy pumpkins, set them what, on. I mean, what, once you've carved them, you what, don't want to You You
1: mean you're talking about the pumpkins that we carve? You mean the Yeah, no, don't eat
0: the carved ones. But I like that, you know, if you set them around on your porch and everything. Yeah. You know, bring those things in, bake them in the oven. You can eat those. They're like squ- they're squash, you know?
1: Yeah, you know, I have to tell you a quick story. Okay. Do we have time?
0: Is it as good as eating a squash?
1: Well, it's about pumpkins. Okay. There's a guy by the name of Gary Kirkberger
0: mm-hmm.
1: who is a master... Jack o' lantern carver. Oh wow! And at an auction, does he had, make
0: a living doing that?
1: Well, no, he's just he's, it's a hobby. But okay. his his jack o' lanterns are amazing. He can replicate people's faces, famous oh, people. Wow. He can do scary. He can do comedy. He can do funny stuff. But he donated to an auction a couple weeks ago. I was doing an auction for a, a few weeks ago for North North Haven Assisted Living, and he donated a chance for someone to buy a customized. Jack o' lantern. They they would provide a picture of what they wanted to do, or tell them what he wanted, and they and they would do a custom. So, uh, and he done that for several years. But we sold it for several hundred dollars. Wow! But then he said he would do one more to be on display at the North Haven assisted living facility in uh, in in North Seattle, if I could get a few more dollars out of the audience. And so what I did is I asked the audience. Who would be willing to put their card up in the air at twenty, make a twenty-five dollar donation, for Gary to do another one, a custom jack-o'-lantern to be on display for all the residents there? So do just one, but for all the residents, nearly every single person in the room put their card up at twenty-five dollars. They made thousands of dollars on that on that really? jack-o'-lantern. Wow, that was amazing. The guy was incredible. Uh, he must. I'm sure. I'm sure he's online. If you do Gary Kirkberger... Uh, jack-o'-lanterns you probably see hundreds of his pictures of, of things he's done but incredible artist I mean <laughs> and you think of it you have this talent and you carve if you carved out a wood it lasts forever you carve out, out you know out of a pumpkin it lasts for a week but the in- intricacy it. It was it's like amazing. those
0: ice sculptors when oh, I was an ice sculptor. This, this girl she hooked up with this guy who was an ice sculptor she married yeah. an ice sculptor and I thought, I am so jealous. I would love to say my husband is an ice sculptor I mean wouldn't that just be cool? <laughs> yeah. Well maybe not for you but for no, me it no. would be you know I'd, I'd like that no, Jay we've successfully. We kill another up. hour. We ca- we carved <laughs> up this last segment. Now, come on. Well, that, that's worth something. That,
1: that, was, that was pretty good. Thank yeah, you. We'll, Thank yeah, you.
0: we'll have to do this again. Yes. Next time, maybe we'll prepare something to talk about. There's a thought well thank you for joining us and again that email is heather.stark at valley1049.org if you have any mm-hmm. comments if you want to criticize me just make sure it's short because i can't take much <laughs> and join us again next week sunday evening and tuesday evening for valley talk right here on valley 104.9 FM. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank <laughs> you.